Hey everyone, I'm Eileen Chaw, and welcome to On Your Mind for another episode. Um, you guys have no idea how excited I am for this episode because I think this is like the coolest episode I've done so far on this podcast. And the reason why I'm so excited is because today's guest is Evan McDermott, and he introduces himself in the beginning of the episode, but basically he is a meditation practitioner. So for today's episode, we are discussing meditation and basically all of the aspects of it and what you should know about it if you are new to meditation. And in the beginning, we start off by talking about self-reflection, which can be then connected back to meditation. And then at the end, we close the episode with Evan leading a quick meditation session for us. So you can be listening to the episode and meditate along with us, which is very, very cool. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I had so much fun and learned so much from Evan with by talking to him. And without further ado, get comfortable and let's get right into it. Hi, Evan. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Hi, Eileen. Uh, it's it's my pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Okay, so to start things off, um, can you introduce yourself a little bit, you know, talk about what you do, like your job, just so my listeners know who they're listening to? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'm a teacher. I teach history. Um, I've worked in special ed, specifically in mental health in the past as well. And I also um, have a meditation practitioner certificate as well. So I do online meditation teachings and work with uh, clients one-on-one -on -one online. So, I mean, that's a little bit of my background. I've been working in education the last few years. So I'm, you know, passionate on working with students and individuals just to, you know, help them find their purpose, be the best versions of themselves. That's awesome. And I actually want to, and I'm going to talk about meditation a little bit later on. I think that's going to be like the main like topic of this episode, cool. but I was actually like going through your website, like your blog, just to get some ideas on what else we could talk about other than meditation. And something that really caught my eye was uh, your statement that everyone deserves a chance to be self-actualized by allowing kids to or students to explore their own passions and like as a high school student who's about to enter her senior year like I'm about to start writing my college application essays like talking about who yeah. I am as a person or what my passions are and everything and I feel super like stressed and overwhelmed because I realize like I've been on this earth 16 17 years and I'm young and the world is my oyster and everything, but I still feel like I never had the chance to fully explore those passions. Um, right. And like maybe because I was too busy with my schoolwork or whatever it may be, because that's what 13 to 16, that age, that's all we're concerned about. Right. Um, so for you, did you ever have any of these realizations about like how you live your life or you know your passions and how big of an impact did that self-reflection have on you and your life yeah and that's a fantastic question by the way and i think it's a great way to start 
Um, you know, I didn't actually, I would say when I, you know, when I was your, in your age and in high school, I didn't know what my purpose or passion was really at all. Um, mm-hmm. I honestly kind of stumbled into, I, I guess you could say stumbled into my major and college that I went to just be, just with the idea that I possibly wanted to work with kids. But I, I would say in in high school, a big, pro, a big issue that I see with education and, you know, there are so many standards and things that we need to teach and uh, specific, uh, you know, lessons that we do need to teach students. But a big thing we don't teach is exploration of your passions. Like, what is it that you love to do? What is it that you want to do in this world? And what is it that makes you happy? So I would say I didn't personally discover that for myself until I was graduating college until I was in the workforce in my first uh, teaching job. And, you know, I was working specifically in special ed, uh, like I mentioned earlier, in mental health, and I was an assistant teacher. And I did find tremendous, um, you know, like, I would say I was very grateful to be able to help people and work with students one-on-one, especially with a lot of the issues they're facing in regards to mental health. But I, I realized there was almost sort of something like missing. There was sort of avenues that I had yet to explore for myself. And it really did take for me looking inward and reflecting on like, what is it that I truly love? What is it that I want to explore? So, you know, I, as I sort of went down that path, I discovered avenues like meditation and, you know, podcasting and, you know, broadcasting and like Radio has actually been something that's in my family. So I explored making a podcast and I sort of tried out all these different avenues to try and find uh, sort of a purpose for what my life is. And I I found my purpose is to help others and be of service to others and give everybody the opportunity to be the best versions of themselves. But I, I feel like in schools and in high school, don't necessarily make that an emphasis, which is a little unfortunate because, you yeah. know, like you're saying, you're, you have like these college essays that you need to do and you have a whole bunch of, uh, you know, different work that needs to get done. And I feel like a big, a big emphasis that we, we should see shifts in high schools is to shift the focus from all academics into something more personal, like allow you to explore what it is. Because, you know, after you graduate high school, you have another however many years of the rest of your life that you're going to be living to be doing what you want to do. And Mm -hmm. I I think we should definitely emphasize um, reflection and exploration of different subjects on, you know, what it is that each student's passion is because each student is going to be different. There's no one size fits all for that. So um, I would say it takes a lot of reflection, but I, I hope in the future education trends more towards that and we can allow students to do that that's a big passion of mine and I feel like that's super it's super common for lots of high schoolers to feel that way Um, and I'm glad that you're speaking out about it because again a lot of my listeners are my peers so Mm -hmm. I'm sure like listening to that will give a little bit of relief I guess be like oh I'm not alone in thinking this way and it's again, very common. Very yeah, it's common. very common. And everyone should have a way to self-reflect and have that realization of I need to explore what I want to do and what figure out what my purpose in life is. Um, and because that then I think will lead us to 
be self-actualized where we can fulfill our potential in life and just mm-hmm. live your best life 100%. Um, yeah and 100%. i feel like some people um again especially my age they don't necessarily like know how to self-reflect um and for my listeners if you are one of those people you have come to the right place because <laughs> you talked about it a little bit but i feel like meditation is a great tool um so would you agree like how are meditation and self-reflection connected yeah so meditation is definitely a great tool and it's been a great tool for me in terms of self-reflection because what meditation essentially does is it gives you um the opportunity to look to sort of bring your present awareness to the present moment like be here in this moment and then be able to sort of look inside of yourself at the full like fully you so you know if i i I wake up every morning and part of my morning routine is to meditate every morning and what it allows me to do is to be present it allows me to reflect on okay what is it that i need to do today what are sort of my goals what is you know it's it's not necessarily about like what's on your to-do list but it allows you to sort of um cultivate a sense of gratitude for who you are, cultivate a sense of purpose. And, you know, very on, very early on when I started meditating, I don't think I necessarily um, started meditating with that in mind. I sort of just started to do it to relieve some anxiety and relieve sort of, you know, I've, I've had anxiety throughout my life, like in high school and, mm-hmm. and all the way back in middle school, like I had yeah. all this anxiety and through college but i started to do it to sort of relieve that and along with relieving anxiety it it gave me an opportunity to look inside of myself and sort of analyze where i am right now what it is i'm doing in my life like what habits i have that are productive what are what is unproductive and um it's all a journey like you're not gonna i guess just meditate once and then boom you're self-actualized everything's figured out but (laughs) It would be nice because then it would be that would that would be ideal. But uh, it's all about the journey and just taking uh, taking it in baby steps. And ultimately, when you be you know with meditation, you start picking up other practices. You start uh, exploring other ideas, and you know I think other great reflective processes as well is journaling. Like that kind of gets us. Like if you say journaling, sometimes people have a stigma around that, but mm-hmm. it's a great outlet for reflection you know, and there's different types of journaling and you can pick up different gratitude practices. And there's so many different avenues of meditation that I think there's different types of meditations that could fit for every single person. So it's, it's really all about just commit, like being willing to try it and commit to it and um, try something new and explore sort of the unknown. Cause we're all a little bit afraid of a change and unknown. So Mm -hmm. the willingness to um, go into it with an open mind I feel uh, has tremendous benefits. And what age did you start meditating? Uh, so I started doing it on and off towards the end of college. Like I would do it here and there um, more in a sense of if I was feeling really, really anxious, I would sort of let feelings build up to a point mm-hmm. where not where it's, I would say out of control, but to a point where I needed to have some sort of outlet. Right. Um, and then once I got into the, uh, I started teaching in, in the like workforce, I began doing it more regularly. 
to the point where now I do it every morning and I notice the difference. Like I can go a day without it. Like I, if I absolutely needed to, but I, I do notice like the slight differences and it's more of a preventive, preventative, um, like I, if I were to stop doing it for a whole week, by the end of the week, there's a good chance I'm going to be feeling, uh, you know, not, not too great. So <laughs> I, I just more do it in the habit of, you know, this is great for my mind, my body, and sort of allowing me to be a more complete version of myself. And I think any, well, I know, I know anybody can benefit from it, regardless of teachers, students, um, I, Personally, I think all teachers should be trained in meditation just on my experience because the difference that I notice in myself in the classroom working with students is tremendous when I actually am coming from that state of, you know, of having meditated and settled myself and calmed my own, you know, calmed myself down in a way. (laughs) Yeah. And I feel like with the meditation, you're able to self-reflect. And I I was actually doing a little bit re- a little bit of research on meditation just to like get a feel on like what it was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I realized like with meditation it can also um help you remember your core values and your morals and then reevaluate them which can only make you a better person which I think connects with your teaching in classroom because it just makes you a better person and a teacher as a result. Um, so we know self-reflection and meditation are connected, but what would you say are the other benefits of meditation? Oh man. So there, (laughs) there are actually over, I don't remember the exact number off the top of my head, like hundreds of actually like scientifically proven benefits to meditation. They've done so many different studies to it. So whether it's, you know, getting better sleep at night, um, relieving, anxiety, helping with your mood, helping with your appetite, uh, your overall energy. There's actually, there's so many, like a lot of people go into meditation with one specific purpose. Like, like for me, I started because I was feeling anxious, but Mm -hmm. it actually really carries over to all aspects of your life. Because what you're doing is when you, let's say you meditate for 10 minutes to start the day, what you're doing is you're calming your body down. And in turn, that lowers your stress levels. You know, we have the cortisol hormone, which is the stress hormone in your body. That naturally brings that down. So what it's going to do is you're going to be able to go through the rest of your day in a place of a a more calming presence. You'll have a little bit more energy. You'll be a little more aware of your surroundings. Um, if you do it meditation before you go to sleep, your body's going to be in a much more calm state so you can fall asleep easier. Um, there's just so many different benefits to it that it really, like for me, it's completely changed my life for the better. Like with, if I had not found meditation, um, I don't know how I would, <laughs> like, there, I can't actually even imagine because it, it, it completely, it makes such a huge difference. And it's something that's so simple in a way. Like it's, right. it is just allowing yourself to be present and focusing on your breath and calming your body. So um, the health benefits are, are really tremendous. And I wish it was something that was more uh, emphasized in society. I think, you know, there are schools that are beginning to integrate, like, you know, meditation goes hand in hand with yoga, for example. Like, mm-hmm. and so schools are integrating meditation, yoga, and sort of this uh, mindfulness approach and holistic approach. Yeah. So I, I think down the line, 
it's something that will be introduced to you know students and teachers alike because there is there are so many benefits like your productivity levels go up so in turn that could help with schoolwork and then you know you're less stressed about uh just at specific things in your life so it's it it sounds almost sort of like pie in the sky like i can't <laughs> it can't have that many benefits but it it really does it really can make a difference when you're using it consistently yeah in my school actually we do have a yoga class um mm. and they incorporate meditation into that and i know a lot of my friends like are always like raving about how great of a class that is so i'm really mm. glad that my school really because we actually got we have a new school like our whole new different campus and they actually made just like a yoga room for us so it's really cool yeah i love to see that progression um so what would you say like you're talking about all these different benefits and there's hundreds and hundreds but what would you say would be like the most like not weird but like something that people wouldn't expect um like what's Mm. a really surprising benefit of meditation uh you know i would say the most surprising benefit that's a really great question and i don't think i've ever been asked that i would say (laughs) the, the, the most surprising benefit i don't know if it's weird but it the it really changed my world view it allowed me to like really realize what it is that's important in life. And I I guess how I'll explain that is, you know, we focus so much on getting a good job and earning enough money. Like there's almost sort of like a narrative that we're supposed to follow, right? You go to school, Mm -hmm. you go to college, you get a job, you get married, you have kids, you one day retire. And you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with necessarily following that narrative, but it made me realize meditation when I, when I started going deeper, into the practice and really reflecting it made me realize that the most like it changed my worldview in a sense that it made me realize the most important things in life aren't necessarily the material concepts like that it's more about the connections you have with people and living a life that makes you feel happy living a life that makes you feel fulfilled and i would say that that shift in perspective is probably it wasn't something I was expecting because I had never been exposed to those sort of ideas. And I thought there was really only one way to look at the world because that's mm-hmm. really all I had been taught. Yeah. But it, it really changed how I view myself and how I view my relationship with the world. That's what I would say is the most surprising because it, it kind of comes out of nowhere. Like yeah. you, just, you just sort of realize one day you're reflecting and it's just like, oh, this is kind of how I, I think about these things now. So, and I would say it's definitely a, a, a positive, you know, yeah, definitely. much happier with that sort of mindset. So, yeah, that's really interesting because the only time I've really meditated was like you said, to help me sleep. Cause mm-hmm. like maybe my brain was running a hundred miles an hour thinking about whatever it was thinking yeah. about at night and I just can't go to sleep. So I would start meditating and you know, when should we be meditating? Like, is there, like, you say you meditate every single day in the morning, like, should people yeah. do that? Or is there, like, different times that you would recommend? Uh, you know, so for me, the morning works because it allows me to have it in, like, a routine, right? So it's easy to, it's easiest to stick to it when you're doing it in a routine. So let's say you wake up and you commit 10 minutes every morning to meditating. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's gonna, that's really great because you're, 
um, you're setting yourself up for a successful day. Now, in terms of like getting the benefits from it, you can, you can in theory do it at any point of the day um, and get benefits from it. You know, for example, I know a few people who, um, you know, they tell me about, they, they do meditations like, and I've done this myself too. Like you do a meditation like right before, if you're feeling a little stressed out going into work or mm -hmm. they sit down and they meditate for five minutes before walking in the building and they go in feeling a little bit more calm. Now for a student, for example, a good practice could be, you know, let's say you have a big test instead of, um, you know, maybe trying to cram all that knowledge <laughs> in last second, you know, I've definitely been there where I'm scrambling through notes right before a test. And sometimes yes. that, that can raise a little bit of levels of anxiety by doing that. But mm -hmm. if instead you choose, let's say, to sit there for the five minutes and just meditate and focus on your breath and focus on calming yourself down, uh, that can have tremendous benefits as well because you're going into the test with uh, a sense of calm, a sense of peace. And when you're in that state, it's actually much easier to focus and think and articulate your ideas in certain ways. So, um, you know, that could be another great time to meditate. And then of course, like you were talking about using it to sleep, you know, there are so many great, um, and, and for all of these, but especially sleep, there are so many great like guided sleep meditations that'll put you right to sleep. And it, <laughs> it can allow for a very peaceful night's sleep because you're going to bed relaxed. Whenever I do that, I usually wake up the next morning feeling very recharged. It's a much more uh, deeper sleep. And I, I notice those benefits. So really, I would, I would say anyone who's, who wants to incorporate it into their daily life, I would set a specific time of the day to uh, fit it in, whether it be five minutes, maybe start off just with five minutes. And then, you know, you can work your way up to 10 minutes, 15 minutes, even 20 minutes if you want to go up that long. Um, but set some time aside at a time that works for you. There is no exact right time to meditate for me. It, uh, it's best in the morning just because I do it and I set myself up for the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. So having that morning routine can definitely be beneficial, um, but it's more about what is it that's going to work for me? What is it? When can I commit to this practice and give myself that time? And, you know, whenever you can do that, you will get those benefits. Yeah. And you were talking about all of these different times or situations where you can meditate. Um, so that led me to wonder, like, are there different types of meditation for those different circumstances? And if so, what are those different types? Yeah. So um, I would say for a situation like we're talking about with a test, right? Something right. like that, you're not going to be able to go into sort of a deep, like there, there's a whole bunch of different types of meditations that you can focus on um, and, and learn about. For something like that situation, that's more just about bringing attention to your breath, to your mood, to sort of your surroundings and sort of gaining an awareness of all that's around you. So in a situation like that, a lot of time, that type of meditation can be as simple as doing four to five minutes of deep breathing, trying to quiet the minds, not necessarily... Um, you know, you can do meditations that focus on bringing out gratitude, meditations that focus on self-love, meditations that focus on working toward your purpose or having better relationships with people and connections with one another. So there's really a lot of different types of meditations. And if you're, if you're doing it, let's say in the morning, that's, that's something, um, if, you, if you were to go just on YouTube, you can type in meditation 
four, and then there will be a whole list of all these different things, sleep, gratitude, self-love. So there's, there's so many different types. And, you know, you can do like body scans where you sort of check in with all parts of your body and be like, is there any tension in my back or something, you know? So. Wow. I didn't know about that. (laughs) Yeah. There's so many different um, types of meditation that you can do. And it's, I found, you know, from getting my certificate to be a meditation teacher, I, I, you know, I've learned about a lot of these different types. So um, I would say just, you know, starting out though, it's more about just an awareness of yourself, your surroundings, your breath, sort of your emotions and sort of um, what you want to do is with meditating. A lot of times we go through our day, like we'll react to situations when we meditate and we sort of gain a, a, a larger awareness of our surroundings. Instead we can respond. And instead of maybe someone says something and we get angry. It's when we, if we meditated, maybe let's say right before, or that morning, um, we might recognize that anger before we have like an outburst or something. You know, a lot of people go meditate for that exact reason for anger. And so they recognize the anger and then they choose instead to respond in a more calming way. And they don't necessarily diffuse that anger on some (laughs) or you know, go off on people. So um, it's really about an awareness of yourself, especially starting off. So I would say that's the primary focus and then you can sort of get deep dive into all the different types yeah and you talked about those youtube videos like meditation for whatever it might be um Mm -hmm. do you recommend any like meditation apps or again videos or blogs or whatever it may be yeah definitely so there's um headspace is a good app i've Mm -hmm. used that a few times i personally don't use a ton of apps a lot of the things i go through are on youtube um but headspace is a good app um, I would recommend that one. I know a lot of people who use it and speak yes. very highly of it. So I yeah. would try out, you know, if you want, if you want to use the app, try out Headspace. Um, but just on YouTube, there are some great uh, channels. There's I, one of the most popular channels is this uh, gentleman named Jason Stevenson. And he has, he specifically does a lot of sleep meditations. So if you're looking for sleep meditations, he's a go-to um, guy. And, you know, I there is... There's so many different types. Uh, like, like what you're saying, I, if you go, I would recommend if you want to do a, a meditation for, let's say, gratitude, go to YouTube, type in guided meditation, gratitude, and there is going to be a whole list of so many different ones that, and I've done a lot of them on there. There's only, I could only say one or two that I've done where I really didn't like. So there's, a, there's so many great resources on there to try out different meditations. Um, I would say a great beginner's one is it's actually a yoga channel specifically, uh, yoga with Adrian and she has millions of subscribers, but she has a few guided meditations as well. And one of the first meditations I ever did was there's this seven minute meditation on her channel. Um, it's like start your day with that. And so yoga for yoga with Adrian, it's the seven minute meditation. That's, that's a great, um, put you in a great space for the rest of the day. So there's just, I, w- I would check out YouTube, just type in guided meditations. There are so, so, so many options and a lot of great options. I can't find any on there that are truly bad. So you, it's not a losing situation to go on there. Yeah. And you talked about like the beginners, like for beginners. So mm-hmm. again, like if someone wanted to start 
meditating, they're looking to start meditating for the first time and try it out, um, what should they, what should they do first? Um, like what advice would you give them? And like, what would you tell them? Yeah. So, and that, that's a great question because I think there's a, I think there's a perception or like a misconception out there that there's, there's a right way to do meditation. And mm -hmm. I'm going to say that as long as you go into the meditation and you're committed to doing it, you're doing it correctly. You know, there are, there are going to be thoughts that come into your head. When you meditate, even when I meditate now, I still catch myself thinking at times, you know, it's all about just a willingness to sit down, trust yourself in the process of meditation, trust that you're doing it right because you committing to it and you doing it is doing it right. There's no wrong way to meditate and just recognize if when you're doing it, you're thinking and say, okay, I'm going to attempt to refocus on my breath or refocus on, you know, if you're doing a guided meditation, refocus on this, this person's voice and just know that there is no wrong way to meditate and there's no, um, the, yeah, there's no incorrect way of doing it. And I think a, a lot of times I hear people say, oh, you know, I've tried meditation and I couldn't do it right. And mm -hmm. it, it's just more of that self-doubt that comes with it. Like I, I'm thinking maybe the first time you do it, you don't necessarily feel this bliss and peace and happiness, but you know, it's more, it's, it's a long-term practice like anything. It's like learning to play a guitar, right? First time mm -hmm. you pick up a guitar, you're not ready to go on stage and perform. <laughs> so it's, it's a practice. And the more you do it, the, the more benefits you see from it. But me, even now, like me, I still catch myself. There are days where I get out of a meditation and I'm like, oh, oh you know, I, I was thinking quite a bit during that one. Like, and, it, and that's okay. You know, it's more about just the, the commitment to, tr to doing it and trusting yourself while doing it, trusting yourself that you're doing it right. Yeah. The first time that I tried meditating, I was a little like skeptical. I was like, am I doing this right? Like, is this how mm -hmm. it's supposed to feel? Like, is that's this so I'm normal. Yeah. It's like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, is this how I'm supposed to be sitting? Like, <laughs> am mm -hmm. I doing this right? So just like hearing that from you, I think is going to help a lot of people start meditating. Cause again, I feel like we have a little bit of a fear associated with that. 100%. Um, yeah. And I hope everyone's taking notes right now and they're a little notes <laughs> <laughs> because this is great stuff to learn about. And like this podcast is called on your mind. And I knew like, as soon as I had the idea to start this podcast, I was like, I need to do an episode about meditation. Like this is so important because again, like all of those benefits you mentioned, it really helps most importantly with our stress and anxiety levels, mm -hmm. um, which again, like I struggle with personally, like a lot. Um, and you know, with meditation, I feel like we can also, along with those benefits, take care of ourselves and our mental health and again, mm -hmm. manage those stress levels. Definitely. I feel like in this unprecedented time that we are in right now, you know, everyone, like literally everyone in the entire world is feeling anxious about COVID-19 and literally anything that has to do with COVID because it's yeah. impacting our day-to-day -day lives. Um, so I was wondering if you would be able to lead a quick meditation um, to help relieve our anxiety and stress levels for my listeners, because uh -huh. that'll be really cool just to give my listeners a little taste of what meditation is like. Absolutely. I'm, I'm more than happy to do that because you're, you're, you know, you're 100% right. There's, there's so much going on in the world and a lot mm -hmm. of it is out of our control. Yes. So 
you know, if we can, we can choose how we're going to respond to the world being out of our control. So Mm -hmm. um, it's great to sort of cultivate a sense of gratitude and try and try and alleviate some of those anxieties. So yeah, I'm happy to lead a meditation. Um, Awesome. And you, so to get started and I I would love for you to join in it as well. Of course. Yes. So um, to get started, I would just find a comfy spot to, you know, whether you're sitting, laying down, any sort of uh, position that is comfortable for you, get in that position. There's no right or wrong way to be meditating in terms of your position. You just want to make sure that you are comfortable. Okay. And when you arrive in that position, um, allow yourself to get comfortable and you can, if you're, when you are ready, close your eyes and just bring attention to your breath. Now, don't try and force the breath. Uh, The breath as it is right now is just perfect. Just allow yourself to feel the cool air coming in on your inhale, in the warm air as it releases on the exhale. And just really focus on this breathing for a few minutes. As you continue to breathe, if thoughts come up, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, that's okay. When you have a thought, just say to yourself, I'm choosing to focus on my breath. Continue to feel the cool air on the inhale and that warm air on the exhale. And as you continue to breathe, allow yourself to breathe a little bit more deeply, not a full deep breath, but allow your body to breathe a little deeper, allow your body to calm down into this present moment, fully be here now, focusing on that breath. As we continue to breathe on your next inhale, I want you to bring attention to your heart space. And I want you to begin as you breathe, imagine breathing in to your heart area. Now, obviously our lungs are not our heart, so we can't physically breathe in this area, but imagine if it even helps, you can take your right hand and place it over the left center of your chest and just imagine breathing into this area and breathing out. Lots of love in on the inhale, straight into your heart. Lots of love on the exhale. Just focus on breathing into this area as you take your breaths. And as you continue to breathe, if you have thoughts, that's perfectly okay. Just bring your attention back to your heart space. Whatever this process feels like for you, then that is perfect. There is no wrong way to be breathing 
into your heart area. As we continue to breathe into this area, I want you to bring somebody in your mind, somebody in your life that you feel a deep, deep sense of love and appreciation for. I want you to envision this person as if they're in front of you right now. Give this person the unconditional love that you feel for them, whatever that means to you. Tell them how much you care for them. Tell them how much you love them. Give them a warm embrace as you cultivate a sense of love in this heart space. Be fully loving for this person in this moment. As we continue to cultivate this love, I want you to give this person a warm embrace and we're gonna have you bring your attention back to your heart. And this love that you feel for this person, I now want you to take this love and give it, turn it around and give it to you. Feel love and gratitude for you the unique being and presence that you are. What does it feel like to give yourself this self-love, this appreciation? Give yourself so much love, self-love and gratitude because you are deserving of it. You are worthy of it. What prevents you from feeling this way for you on a more consistent basis in every moment of every day? Continue to hold on to this feeling of love, this feeling of gratitude as we continue to breathe into our heart space and we recognize the beauty that exists in us as individuals. You are unique. You are loved. Feel that love right now and embrace it and trust yourself wholeheartedly. Now, as we continue to breathe, bring your focus to your breath and breathing out of this heart space. And I want you to imagine as if the earth, uh, the size of a baseball is directly in front of you. Now, we have the ability, we go through life every day, all of our interactions, everything that we do, we are interacting with the earth, with other people. As you go through the rest of your day today, 
cultivate this sense of love that you have inside for you, send it to everybody you interact with today. Every situation, you have the option to send out love, to send out gratitude. You can be unconditional love, a beacon of peace, of light in such a needy world. Focus on giving the earth that's in front of you so much to unconditional love, peace, prosperity to every human being, every person on this world. Feel that love right now. As we begin to enter the home stretch of this quick meditation, I want you to continue to focus on your breath and set an intention for the rest of your day. This intention isn't necessarily something on your to-do list, but make it a feeling. Make it something, uh, something you want to see in the rest of your day. And if you're having trouble coming up with one, you can simply choose love. I choose love today. Embrace this intention. Embrace this love. Whatever came up during this meditation, embrace it fully, embrace the emotions, for they are valid. Your experience is valid and your self-love practice is valid you are worthy of this love that you are feeling right now in each moment of each day every single day take this intention with you for the rest of your day and let it be your guide as you move through the world and even though we don't have control as to what's going to necessarily happen, we have the ability to choose how we will respond. And you can respond with your intention, with love, and with gratitude. And that will cultivate what you want to see in the world, the change and earth you envision. So return to this meditation anytime you feel you need a sense of love, gratitude, and when you're ready, you can open your eyes and go through the rest of your day with that intention. And that's going to wrap up the meditation. Wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Would it be too dramatic of me to say like that I already feel so much lighter? Oh my gosh. That was crazy. Uh yeah, that's, and that's, that's the beauty of meditation. You can feel that, um, you know, immediate benefits. Just, just for me, um, being like teach, saying it, I, I feel some of those benefits as well. I feel very light and, you know, uh, sense of love and gratitude. So, I, you know, that, those immediate benefits, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you felt that. And I, 
I hope the listeners do as well. Meditation is a powerful tool to um, really uh, bring out what we want to bring out in the world. Yeah, I just feel like like I feel so ready to just tackle my day and just have the best day. That was amazing. Fantastic. That's yeah. great. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much for leading that. I'm sure all of my listeners really enjoy that as well. Like that was amazing. Of course. Um, but before we conclude this episode, I like to do a reoccurring segment on the podcast just to like mm-hmm. make things really fun and light just to yeah. end it off um, where I ask my guests some rapid fire questions. So are okay. you ready? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Question number one. What is the first thing you're going to do after all the COVID restrictions are lifted? Oh my gosh. I am <laughs> going to jump in the ocean and celebrate and wow. give people hugs. That's... Hugs. Hugs. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. That's a better answer. <laughs> all right. Second question. Um, what is your favorite song or album to listen to right now? favorite song or album there's this band called ocean alley they're not very well known they're from australia but they released a new album and it is fantastic so go check it out shout out to them (laughs) shout out to ocean alley (laughs) all right two more questions um what is your biggest pet peeve oh man my biggest (laughs) pet peeve is probably you know i would say it's when uh people i I don't want to say it's other people because I understand why people might, if they, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to throw people under the bus. Never mind. I would say my biggest pet peeve is when I myself choose not to do my meditation practice in the morning. So it then in turn, I feel a little more anxious throughout the day. If I say it's other people, then that's just me not recognizing that other people have their own stuff going on. So I can't get mad at them. That's fair. That was very on brand for this episode. <laughs> well, I, I, I almost said it and I was like, ah, you know, I really can't throw people under the bus after I just led a meditation. I can't do that. I mean, I was going to say like my biggest pet peeve is slow walkers, but you know. Well, I, well, exactly. I would say something like that too. And uh, you know, you have that reaction of like, come on, why are you going so slow? But yeah. I was like, you know, maybe they're just feeling a little timid and they're they're just going through the day a little slow. I can't. We're going, we're going full circle here. Exactly. <laughs> All connects. <laughs> All right. Last question. Who is your favorite superhero and why? You know, I got to go with Batman simply nice. because, you know, Batman doesn't need a, whole, a ton of superpowers. He just kind of shows up and <laughs> quite frankly, he seems unstoppable. Like, and he doesn't really have money superpowers. He's just yeah. all around like just badass so that's what i gotta say i gotta say batman yeah i'm personally a superman person but you know okay, batman I, I, Bat- I respect yeah. it i respect it superman's cool too yeah batman's cool too it's okay it's all right <laughs> okay thank you so much for coming on to the podcast i literally could not thank you enough um yeah, thank you so much for sharing your meditation wisdom um i know i'm definitely going to start meditating more like 100 like i'm committing myself to it awesome. um and i'm sure a lot of my listeners will too because now we have all the tools and information we need to start thanks to you so thank you again and have a great rest of your day thank you well i i really appreciate being able to come on your uh platform so you know, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Bye, Evan. All right, bye. Okay. Um. Wow. 
I honestly don't know what to say other than wow because that was incredible. Um, I learned so much about meditation. I was obviously like I knew what it was but I didn't know much about it. I wasn't very educated on it but thanks to Evan now I am. But that whole little like meditation session we had at the end was I don't even know how to describe it. Like it just made me feel better I guess and it cleansed me in a way. So once again, thank you to Evan for coming on to the podcast. Um, and he actually has his own podcast called the Fifth Dimension Podcast, which I would totally recommend. So go check it out. Go subscribe. I think it's on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So go subscribe to his podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will see you guys next week. Bye.